0: Impressions. Anyone want to share their thoughts? Yeah. Um, do you know how far away he was from the boat when he was doing that? The question was, do I know how far away from the boat was he when when he was doing that? No, I don't personally. Um, however, there's some some judgments you can make based off of the scale of him um, and the boat behind him. Uh, we can talk uh, something technical to start out. Um, the filming of this, I think, is really interesting because I think in order to achieve uh, consistency between um, the size of him uh, walking in front of the boat and then the the boat itself, that boat is actually um, an icebreaker. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. just his job is to break up ice. and he um, he maintains the same distance between the camera, us, the viewers and the, the boat, and himself, and so he probably had to do some mathematical equation to figure out the speed of the boat, and then uh, the camera pulling back to retain that distance. Um, but I think that has a, gives it a really interesting effect. Um, does anyone want to share their thoughts about that in particular? Yeah. How was it filmed? Why where is the camera, Is there somebody on the ice in front of him? We would have to ask the artist how exactly it was filmed, but I'm guessing from from my uh, own experience that he had uh, some sort of vehicle moving backwards that um, allowed him to maintain that that same constant speed between the boat and uh, the camera so that that distance didn't change. Yes? So to me it's about uh, mortality and
1: kind of the beast of time on your
0: heels. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that... Uh, working in time-based media. This this artist actually started out as a uh, painter and then he moved into uh, live performance work and and has most recently been doing these video-based performances. And I think that um, from this work in in particular, he has a couple other videos um, that have a bit more narrative to them. Um, This video in particular, because of the setting and uh, the sort of drama uh, with the boat behind him, um, maintaining that consistent Speed and viewpoint allows you to get into this place where you forget how much time you're sitting there and watching this video, and and uh, you know as so many people say about you know conceptual art, it doesn't really do anything or what's what's really happening here, and that for me is a beautiful aspect of this work. You just sort of slip out of time, and that's something that I actually um, try to do with some of my own own pieces, and. I think it's interesting to, to think about that concept of timelessness in something that has a set time. Any other thoughts? Yes. I noticed that he steered to the left of us more often, but then he always tried to maintain a line, a sight line for us. And his pace was very steady. The highest he got was 90 steps in a minute. The lowest was about 70. So he was really cognizant of like, hey, faster, boat is getting closer or something. So it was really interesting to know how he has to pace himself to be ahead of the curve. So that was interesting to me. Yeah, a very um, uh, popular uh, notion about performance art is that it is often very endurance based and this artist in particular with, I mean, the imminent danger of the boat behind him, definitely had to keep the pace. And I'm very impressed that you came up with a number of steps per minute. That's great. Um, but yeah, he, he probably definitely worked through that in his head, and yeah, because we don't see him turning around, and I have no idea how long he um, actually filmed the original film, um, which was shot in uh, 16 millimeter and then transferred to Um, um but uh, I think that this is the kind of thing that you can't really take that many takes, <laughs> if you will. I mean, obviously, it took a lot to get that boat there. Um, and he worked with, um, I think it was the uh, Ministry of Finland um, to, to produce the film. But So um, any other sort of impressions or feelings uh, that you had when you were watching the video or kind of things that watching it made you start to think about I, We heard mortality. Uh, before.
1: Anyone? Uh, it made me think about um, that at first it was shocking and kind of um, like a dangerous feeling and I felt nervous and then at some point I kind of um, stopped caring which was really an awful feeling because he was a human being in front of like an ice break. Could go, any moment you go under like, ice and I, thought, and I thought well that's really creepy that at some point
0: we're so used to images that we stop caring about the thing the image is of. Yeah, that's, that's definitely uh, something that, that happens a lot in contemporary in conceptual work, particularly this kind of video where, yeah, you have that distance as a viewer from the actual action. If we were on the ice seeing him do this, how do you think he, your feelings towards it would change? You'd feel more of this imminent danger because you yourself would be put in danger. And that's the interesting thing about making the choice to do something live versus um, for the video. And then he's obviously playing, um, like we talked about earlier, with the setup of the camera and uh, the distance and relationship of the viewer to the actual action, um, which I think allows you to sort of slip out of of time, as we were mentioning. Um, This artist, actually, I read a couple of interviews that are on his website. So I definitely recommend that you Google him after this and, and read some more about his work and see some of his other pieces. But uh, someone had, had said something that he um, is part of this term that was coined in 2002. Um, i just flip through my notes here. Romantic conceptualism. What do you guys think that means, romantic conceptualism? Anyone?
1: just trying to work through that. Um, well conceptualism on the with ideas
0: and for many of is is it has to do with the idea that um some sort of kind of the grand gesture I guess yeah definitely uh, some people have said oh this is really funny um, did anyone laugh or have sort of a humorous reaction to us Okay, (laughs) well some of them will have you do Cared more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting too. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know that happier or more reinsured because we went on and also like he was leading the boat. Yeah. I don't know. At first
1: I felt bothered, but then I maybe just a coat. I decided it was happy. He's leaving his yeah. huge boat in this, this fast place and
0: he's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. I mean, I wanted to sort of get a lot of your opinions about this, although I haven't heard from you. Do you want to say something? I was really skeptical of it at first because it seems such a prosperous thing to do to walk in front of an icebreaker. So I spent the first couple of minutes figuring out what he could have done to make it look like he was walking in front of the boat. And I think there is a bit of a growing skepticism of moving images, like photographs, you know, 30 years ago or something. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of brings me back to what I was saying before about the humor, and that you you then felt happy uh, later on. Um, that's sort of uh, something that you know some critics have said with with conceptual art is that it's it's vapid, there isn't um, you know a whole lot there. But I think what makes um, this work so powerful is that as we've just seen, there can be so many different interpretations and so many different emotions that can be elicited from it and really if we're looking at this image that really doesn't change I mean for all we know this it's almost looks like if it weren't for him waving in and out uh, from the left to the right of of the boat you know it could maybe just be a, a couple seconds loop um we wouldn't really know but um uh, yeah do you want to say something so this is the third time that i
1: saw the movie and for most of eyes this this the sound. There's actually a crescendo that Mm -hmm. comes back to the sound, even though the image is fairly constant. the artist was actually
0: trained as a um, classic pianist, and so music is very much an important part of his work and the sound. Um, What I like about this sound is that he he kept it very native to the action, and in so many ways that I think turns into this sort of white noise backdrop that again sort of lends itself to, I mean, if I were to have a sort of video-based, meditative altar in my house, this would be something that I could watch over and over and over again and just sort of slip in and out of time and and that's sort of to go back to the, this idea of romantic conceptualism and the sublime I think that um, what this sort of image does is it puts us out in this natural world and then creates like you were saying a, a sort of preposterous situation which I think helps disarm us from having skepticism and allows the artist to really uh, create something that and connect with you, even though you're in this detached medium. You're not in that physical experience with the artist, but you can still gain something from from experiencing
1: the work. Yes? For me, it's like, yeah, I agree. But I also think that by drawing the camera back so far, he creates a lot of distance between us and himself, too. So I noticed that everyone's starting to read this more metaphorically. Mm not based on the human experience, but more on our imagination because I think we're just not close to him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's what I find is happening with me.
0: Well, how do you guys think this would change if, if uh, he had shot it in a way that we were much closer to the boat and closer to his face, maybe see his expressions or, or cut into some clips of seeing his face? Do you think that that would change it in any way?
1: We all look and decide what we think is
0: about for us. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, and, f- and from my position again, thinking that this is a lot more a, a meant to uh, create your own meanings out of the work, and to be more of a, like an exploration of sort of existential anguish and um, these contemplations of mortality and, and um, daily life, like you were saying with the emails. Um, some other artists that his work really reminds me of is, uh, there's an artist, Roman Signer. Um, he's at the MoMA right now, um, German artist, and when he, he does these sort of performative actions that are kind of preposterous, um, like he attached some uh, rockets to the uh, legs of a chair and then sat in a chair and had his, his friends um, light them and, you know, just to sort of see what happens. And now, it's shot in a very simplistic way, um, like this, in that there's not a lot of editing or switching back and forth between different perspectives. And Whereas, um, I think his work is also sort of trying to question what um, everyday experience is like and connect through this sort of science of um, these rockets. For example, to to something that is, is bigger than him, bigger than all of us, the sort of physics of our daily existence, that the pattern, how we move through the day. Um, I think that this, this artist is kind of touching on those same things, but using that, that grander metaphor of man versus machine, or man with machine, almost like he's walking the dog or something behind him there. Um, some other things that I wanted to, to sort of mention is that Um, I think that the stillness here um, in this film really fits with what um, the quote is that he has up here, possible scenarios of imaginary realities. And that's sort of a really nice way to, I think, put what we've been discussing, that you you can take something absurd like walking in front of an icebreaker, but then turn it into something that can be really quite gentle and, and romantic Anyone else want to make some comments or discuss something they they thought about?
1: Yes. I just wanted to comment on the weather. That if he had shot this on a different kind of the day, the, the experience of it will be completely different. I mean, you can barely see the horizon.
0: It's all just completely white. Yeah. Yeah, that's another great observation. I think that yeah, the, the fact that you can't really see the horizon and you can barely just see that the ice is breaking around the ship um, that sort of blankness I think again lends itself to the sort of, sort of more abstract or um, experience so that you can insert your own sort of subjective readings onto the work. Anyone else Does anyone have any questions, more questions about what? the artist might have been intending, or maybe how it was filmed.
1: Is the sound related to the event, or was the sound created after the filming?
0: I imagine that he recorded the natural sound. Um, He might have even had some sort of uh, recording um, mechanism on his his person, (laughs) if you will, when he was walking in front of there to get that sort of loud sound, but typically when you're uh, making a video that's outside in nature, it's more challenging to go back in and not just edit the footage, um, but to edit that sound. And again, I think with his background uh, in music and uh, his other artworks that explore music directly, this artist definitely took a lot of time to think about how he would take that natural sound and compose it in a way so it would have like that crescendo you you mentioned in a way that would actually sound natural even though it was manipulated. And personally I don't think that um, you know there was a comment earlier about being able to manipulate viewer's experience in this medium. Yes I think that's definitely one of the things that, that he's doing just like every every other artist working in it, but um, I think he's trying to do it in a way so that it just flies under your radar. You, know, you might think about it, you might pick up on it, or you might just walk in here and think, oh, this is a bunch of racket, and <laughs> leave It's interesting, I think, when you have a film like this located in this part of a museum, because people can come in and they can see it for just you know maybe 15 seconds and get one kind of experience out of it. But then, even as you said, going back, now this is your third time viewing the film, have a totally different experience. And I think that's what makes this um, have a lot more weight, even though we tend to think that conceptual work is a little bit more light uh, or singular in its ideas and intentions. I really think that all of these elements we've been discussing, the sort of blankness of the white, the consistency of the distance between the viewer and the action, um, all give themselves to an, an emptiness that allows you as a viewer to insert yourself into the work and your ideas about it. Um, one, one other thing I want to mention from uh, doing a little research on the artist, he um, he had this quote about the music um, thing, and he said, you know, art's really aspiring to the condition of music, which music being a, a democratic form of communication beyond language. So I think thinking about. Film as another vehicle for communication, another way beyond language that you don't need words to convey these, these deep experiences, just like music. You don't have to have sort of deep art history background or um, understanding of contemporary conceptual art to, to come in and, you know, just like I said, stop in here for 15 seconds or three minutes or the whole film and, and get something out of it. Does anyone else have any um, comments, questions? Yes. I've afternoon is that idea of the suspension of time. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious if you think that the video would function differently if it was on a loop as opposed to actually having a, a VRN in just 10 minutes. Yeah, that's actually uh, I am glad you asked that question because um, well besides i have I've I've been exploring that idea a lot. The loop is something that uh, I've definitely seen a lot of other artists and and I myself have been exploring a lot because of that idea of of timelessness and allowing people to have any sort of entry point into the film. Again, he's made other works that are a lot more um, traditionally narrative in structure. They have certain points that have to happen before something else happens, but because this piece is deliberately not set up that way, I think it would have been kind of nice to not have the credits. For example, on there, but you know that's sort of a choice you have to make as an artist um and I'm sure that that there are probably other people that that would um you know say say the opposite of me, say no, it's absolutely important to have it start to finish um but i I really actually don't think that that gives anything to it um having it broken up like that, I think it would be. Um, more interesting to see in a loop but then again it is a ten minute film so he might have also chose that particular duration because of some sort of self-calculation of of what he thought um, the viewers might actually sit through. Um, It's always something that you think about as an artist uh, how much time someone's going to give to a particular work um, which is why I personally have been making a lot more works based off of a loop or repeated actions that um, you can kind of pop in and out of the experience of watching without feeling like you're losing something and maintaining just the essence of the concept in um, brief snippets of of time.
1: What's the duration of a typical installation like this?
0: Um, duration for for the video. Oh, that's a question for the museum.
1: This is a. This is a. Um, so silly. Um, this is this is probably the length of about an, uh, an exhibition, being about three months. Yeah. yeah. And this space always. Is this space is always dedicated to this type of. Yeah, the black box space is based on um, video, video or film art. Uh huh. Um,
0: I don't know if anyone else has any anything else they want to say, but there was one more point that I wanted to mention. Go back to that idea of humor. Um, I think that. Humor is something that that I also use a lot in my work. Um, I see humor as um, an opportunity to disarm the viewer from feeling, uh, you know, automatically apart from the work, um, or that this is too too deep for me to understand, or it's too wacky, or you know, whatever m- misgivings people might have when they first come to view a contemporary video work. Because if you think about it, you know, so much of our interpretation of moving image is completely based off of our everyday experience of moving image which would be what CNN, commercials, movies in Hollywood style and and all that and so when um, you're choosing to work in that medium as an an artist you really have to think about not just what um, what the individual might be bringing in terms of their own background with the subject material you're putting into the video, but also this idea that people have been conditioned to view things in certain ways, and so that's why I think that um, it's always very interesting to see other artists that are doing works like this that could exist on a loop or are meant to take a time-based medium and drop people out of time, and can involve in their absurdity of gesture um, some some humor so that people can sort of let go and allow the artists and the ideas of the the artwork to to sort of infiltrate into their mind and and sit around in there and and maybe stew a bit and um, take someone somewhere that there's no particular direction the artist is trying to to take you to whereas so much of the other visual media we see is always trying to tell you to do this do that, do (laughs) there, go here, do this. Um, So that's something else that I think is important about this this work too is the idea of of humor and the danger um, that he has puts himself into is actually quite humorous some people um, reviewing this work had had mentioned uh, that he sort of takes like a buster keaton approach to uh, his situation and and you know i think that's another interesting way to think about what considerations this artist had and what he put into actually making a, a film like this that really does look just so simplistic you think you can get The idea right in the first second that you see even the still image of it. Um, But there really is so much more if you you take that time like we we did today. And so um, if no one else has any other comments or questions or feedback, I I thank you all for for taking the time to come here and be open with each other and share your your opinions. And thank you for listening to me as well. And and, uh, yeah, come back a week later and see how it changes you again. Okay? Thank Thank you.